We haven't released a Thursday Pickleball Fire podcast episode for a few weeks, but today I am back on the mic during the U.S. Open Week of Pickleball, and I happen to interview today Sarah Burr from Australia, and she has come over with a number of other players from that area to play and enjoy the tournament. And if you can imagine, she is playing in the U.S. in the professional division really having very little experience with pickleball outside of Australia. But she's already won some matches, which we'll talk about, and we'll see what the rest of the week holds for her. So let's get to the intro to hear from Sarah. Welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, where it's all about pickleball. Today, I would like to welcome to the Pickleball Fire podcast, Sarah Burr. How are you doing today, Sarah? I'm doing really well, thank you. Thanks for having me along. It is great that you're here. I know you traveled a long way uh, to get to the U.S. Open, but we're going to start with a little bit of a background of your pickleball journey, how you got started and when that was. Okay, yes. So I started pickleball, it was in January of 2021. I was introduced from some family friends. I saw a Facebook post uh, of them on a pickleball podium winning, I think it might have just been a a local tournament in Queensland in Australia. And I was really intrigued, just wondering what this pickleball. And so I went along and just tried it out. I just had a friendly social hit with them. And to be honest, I haven't put down a paddle since. (laughs) Now, were you a tennis player or what was your athletic background? Uh, yes, yeah, so I was heavily into tennis as a junior. So I started playing tennis at about six, seven years of age, moved on to tournaments and things from my sort of childhood through to my mid-teen. I had the, I actually used to train a little bit with a coach called Nick Watkins. And at the time he was also coaching Sam Stoza. So I managed to have a bit of a hit with her from time to time. And that was quite inspiring. And I considered taking it quite seriously and heading to the States for tennis and things like that. But sort of towards my late teens, I sort of just didn't have the the passion for tennis anymore. So I, I sort of put it aside, really. Played a little bit of tennis as an adult, just socially, no tournaments or anything like that. Yeah. So when I came across pickleball, that was great because it felt, filled that void that I ha- I'd had since I'd given up tennis. Like the, just the, I got my fire back for competition and I just really love the game. If you think about it, you just started playing in January 2021. So definitely during the pandemic, how were you able to get together and and play with other people and then start playing in tournaments there in Australia? Yeah, well, we only have the outdoor courts at the moment on the Gold Coast for pickleball. So uh, with the COVID restrictions, we were allowed to do some exercise outdoors. So we managed to play a little bit of pickleball, which was really great. I just really loved the game and we made some lovely friends right off the bat. So we were really happy to put in the time to learn the rules and the strategy behind the game. And then friend Martin was playing in a, he's going to New South Wales for the Open and he was looking for a mixed doubles partner. That was in, it was in April of last year. So just a couple of months after starting and I was like, oh, do I really want to you know, pay for air tickets and accommodation to go and play in a tournament, a pickleball tournament when I've only really just learned how to play? And he was wanting to enter the advanced division. So I was basically felt still like a beginner, but I took the plunge. I thought, I'll give it a go. I'll hope I don't disappoint him and things like that. But we did really well. We managed to get a silver medal 
in the advanced mixed doubles at that tournament. And I also played in the singles. I played in the intermediate singles, having never played singles before. Didn't even know how to score singles at pickleball at that point. And I won that intermediate singles division. I think it might have been 11 nil, 11 nil in the final. And then I got um, told off for playing intermediate and was told I would never be allowed to play intermediate again, <laughs> which was pretty funny. But um, yeah, and we just had a great time. I took my husband, Shannon, down for the weekend at that tournament and we just had such a great time. And yeah, we basically have played every tournament that we can, we've been able to since really in Australia. Well, congratulations on that success, especially so early on in your, we'll call it now your pickleball career at least. And, you know, take me through how you go from playing your first tournament basically a year ago, and then here you are traveling internationally to different tournaments, including the U.S. Open here in April in Florida. Yeah, I think the big thing was having that early success. And obviously it's on a smaller scale in Australia, but having some success early on, it kept uh, giving us more motivation. And just that plants that seed in your mind of like, oh, maybe I, I'm okay at this, or maybe I should try going you know, interstate or playing in the nationals, or maybe I, I might have a chance at overseas it just plants that little bit of hope I guess and that sort of just kept spurring me on I had some really great mentors from the beginning so Martin Clark my mixed doubles partner and Mike Newell I got a little bit of coaching off him straight away and he was just so supportive and so knowledgeable and they were really friendly too and sort of letting me into their exclusive group of advanced hitters they were mainly men at the time actually still mainly is men and I was one of the only female for quite a while that was allowed to sort of hit. I kind of infiltrated their men's session, advanced session, but they were all really supportive and really helpful. And I learned a lot off them straight away. And then I think playing with people that were better than me, it really helped me to improve. And quite quickly, I think, just being out having that exposure to really strong, hard, really helps develop your <laughs> defense. Yeah. So that was really helpful. Yeah, just the, I think that, and and then just having consistent hits. I was hitting quite regularly from the start, and I've continued um, to do that. I'd heard from those boys that how important drilling was more so than match play. So I made sure I did a lot of drilling, really sharpened up the drives and the dinks and the third shots, and that's really helped. Yeah, that's correct. I think in doing some research on your background, that you spent endless hours practicing. I do. I basically don't like sleep a lot. (laughs) So we've managed to get a crew together now in Australia that get up at 4am and we're at the pickleball courts at 4.30 and we basically hit for an hour and a half every morning. And then we, that's just basically drills. We might end with a little bit of match play, but we focus on a shot and we just, you know, try and hit a couple hundred balls at minimum each morning and that's really had a massive impact it started off with just my husband and I doing that and then the next thing my sister was coming along and then our father was coming along and now we've got a group of about eight sometimes 10 that will hit at 4 30 in the morning we're the true addicts I think that will hit every morning and then obviously we've got our some night sessions as well usually we're all working throughout the day and then nights we might have another social player it could be some more drills with that advanced group of men I was telling you about or yeah just different different hits in different locations so yeah we, we hit all the time so usually once a day sometimes twice a day <laughs> I 
Okay. You must be really committed if you're there on the courts at 4.30 a.m. I mean, it's like, I know guys who will get out here. I'm in Connecticut, so it's still a little bit cold. But in the summer, yeah, they'll, they'll get out at like 6 a.m. But I have to say, I've never heard anybody getting out at 4.30 a.m. <laughs> well, it's pretty funny because it's coming into winter in Australia. So we've actually, the sun rises until just after 6 now. So we actually have to get the lights turned on for the morning for the 4.30 session now. It's like, can we please put the lights on for 4.30? <laughs> Which is quite funny. <laughs> it is, it is. Now, I think I saw that before the US Open, you played, I think, was it the Asian Open on your way here? Yes, yes. So we we applied in the lottery for spots here in the US Open. And then in the meantime, we found out about the Asia Open in Phuket and we thought, oh, that might be a nice warm up for the US Open. So we jumped on board that. So we actually left Australia. It was on the 11th of April and we headed to Phuket and it was extremely hot and humid there. And But it was a great tournament. We had a really good time playing singles, ladies doubles and mixed doubles. So I managed to get a bronze in the women's open singles, which was great. I don't play a lot of singles in Australia because it's just not a lot of female players. And but so I was really excited with that result. I didn't expect it. Um, there were some very strong Indian uh, singles players there, some young girls that just really know how to drive the ball and really impress up and coming players for sure. So I was very happy with that that bronze. Also got the gold medal in the open women's doubles with my sister Beck. We just, we didn't lose a set the whole time we were there, actually. We were really strong. It was the best we've ever played. Not sure what it, what it was, but we were just unbeatable in that tournament, which was really great. Unfortunately, I couldn't play with Beck in the women's doubles here. Obviously, to play pro, you have to have the rating, the WPR rating of at least 4.5. And we just um, didn't have the rating together as a team to be able to play in the pro here. So she's been playing in some amateur events. Yeah, and then in the we also played the mixed doubles in Asia, and Martin and I got a bronze uh, in that, which again we were really happy with. We came across some very tough Indian competition there, and we were really happy with the way we played. But they were just a little bit better on the day, I guess you would say. And but we were really happy with the bronze. It's actually quite a funny story. The mixed doubles was on the final day of the tournament, and we had a flight out to catch out of Phuket to come here to the US Open that night and everything was running behind schedule and I think I started my semi-final match with Martin at 7.35 and I was due to leave the airport, uh, sorry, leave the hotel at 10 past 8. So throughout the whole match I I was checking my watch and I was rushing and I was stressing that I was going to miss my flight to the US. We ended up finishing that match, I think it was about 7.55, it might have even been 8 o'clock and then we had the whole conundrum of do we play for bronze or do I forfeit the match because I didn't want to miss my flight so we were sort of tossing it up what do we do here and I felt really bad for Martin I didn't want to forfeit because he was not flying out till the following day so in the end I said okay let's do it we've got five minutes I've got five minutes to get this we actually we were playing a tie team for bronze and they very kindly allowed us to play one set to 11 instead of one set to 15 and we got the job done in five minutes. We won that one eleven one. <laughs> I was literally running between points, trying to ace, you know, win the point with an ace. But somehow we managed to get the job done. I ran to the front desk. They put the got the bronze medal around my neck, and I ran t- basically to grab my bags, jump in the car, and get on the plane. So it was a pretty crazy end to the Asia Open. But we're 
really happy and excited. And we just made so many lovely friends there of all the different nationalities. They had a wonderful teams event there too earlier in the tournament, which was really good fun. And we just had a beautiful support group of Australians there, both players and non-players across all divisions. And we just had an absolute blast. So I would definitely want to go back to that tournament again as well. Wow, that is a great story. Thank you so much for sharing that. That is uh, amazing that you're able to pull that off. (laughs) Yeah, it was fun (laughs) and stressful. (laughs) I bet, I bet. Now you come to the U.S. Open and I think you said you entered uh, the lottery to get in. Did Did you get in as part of the lottery or was it more of a wild card situation? I think potentially it could have been a little bit of both. We did get knocked back initially because of rating. So I had to send through all my list of results from Australia to for them to have a look at my rating and realize that it was a little bit. So yeah, they managed, once I got my rating up and I applied for as many events as I could, I thought it'd be a great experience just to come all this way and try everything. And so I entered the singles, the split women's doubles, split mixed doubles and uh, mixed doubles as well. So the five events and very kindly, they allowed me into all of those events. So I was really grateful at the opportunity to come over here and play in all these events. So yeah, that was to get in. And then there's a group of seven players here in our Australian team. And they basically all got, I think, almost all of their events, if not all of their events. So I think they might have really looked after us in terms of entry, which we're really grateful for. That is nice. And it looks like just to be clear, you are playing pretty much, or you're playing in all pro events. And I believe your first pro singles match was against somebody who is very well known in the pickleball world. <laughs> yeah. So I am playing all pro events. Initially, I would have, I was thinking about just entering amateur in the 5.0, but then my mixed doubles partner, Martin, wanted to play in the men's senior pro. And I believe that if you play in one pro event, all of your events have to be pro. So uh, that meant that if I wanted to play with Martin and Mix, that had to be pro. And if that, then that made me have to play all pro events as well. So I thought, okay, let's do this. So I just, I entered all the pro events, which is a little bit, and as I said, I don't play a lot of singles at all. So to have my very first pro match against Simone was just crazy in singles. That was my welcome to the US Open. Here's Simone. <laughs> I'm walking through the car park and I see there's a spot allocated for her. I'm just, I was just, yeah, I was really excited to come across her. Very nervous, obviously. But yeah, I had a great time when I walked on the court with her. Actually, I was just, my aim was just to get a point. Just get a point in the first set would be, then my job sort of done in singles. But I managed to get four. I was up four nil in that first set. I'm not sure if she was a little bit nervous at her come, big comeback to singles, but I was, and then I think I was just so excited that I had four points. I actually started to make a few silly errors because I was just so happy with myself for winning some points. But no, so yeah, I went down 11 4, 11 nil. But I was, yeah, even I exceeded my own expectations and I was just so proud and excited to be on the court with such a legend. She's, a, you know, such an, an icon in pickleball. So I just, yeah, it was really exciting. Now, have you played your mixed doubles with Martin? We played, I played in the uh, split women's with um, the lovely Chris Harris, which we, ju- we just sort of connected through Facebook. We, had, we hadn't met each other before, but 
that was my first doubles event and we won our first round match in that, which that was my first uh, pro win. So I was really excited to have a win and sort of I think when you come here, you have that bit of an imposter um, syndrome feeling where you're like, oh, do I really belong here? Am I going to make a fool of myself? But uh, yeah, to have that win, that was really good. And then we, we came across Arena Tereshenko and Kami McGregor. So they were a super strong team. And we did give them a run for their money in that second round match, but they prevailed in the end. And then we had another match, our consolation match. She lost a 10, a 15 10, it was. So a close one. So that was re- really happy with that, having never played with Chris before and making us both feel like we, you know, belonged in the pro division. So that was nice. Uh, and then yesterday I played with Martin. We had our split mixed doubles uh, match. And again, we won our first round together. So that was really exciting. It was a close one, but we uh, made, made it through the first round in straight sets. And then second round, we came across Scott Crandwell and Lauren Stratman, it was. So a super strong pairing again. And I actually developed a little bit of a strain in my, in my thigh. So my movement wasn't great. Really did sort of affect the way I played. But they, they won and they were very strong team um and then we had our consolation uh match for in the bronze medal bracket and we lost that one in the close one as well so we've had some mixed results but all in all we're still proud of ourselves and we feel like we're we belong here and we definitely want to keep going throughout the other events in the tournament and even look towards coming back next year for sure great results and i think how is your thigh doing because i I think you have some more matches to play don't you yeah, I've got um, the mixed doubles qualifier with Martin tomorrow. So I'm, re- I'm nursing it today as much as I want to train and I want to practice. I know that I've got my sister's a physio, Martin's a doctor. So they're like, do not play today. I've, they've taken my pickleball bag off me, my runners off me. I'm not allowed to play today. So I'm trying to do the right thing and I'm hoping it'll be okay. I mean, I'll play no matter what. I'll play till my leg falls off, but I'm hoping that it's not going to slow me down. Tomorrow. And then after that, we're really hoping to get through that mixed doubles qualifier to make it through to the main draw of the mixed doubles for Saturday. That would be the ultimate for us. That would just be incredible if we can get through that qualifying. So huge amount of excitement building for tomorrow for that one. And I'm also playing in the pro women's doubles on Friday with Milan Rain, which I'm really excited about. I really struggled to find a female partner for that event. Obviously, being from Australia, nobody knows who I am. And I actually just reached out to Callie Smith on Instagram when I was coming down to the final hours of having to allocate a partner or I would lose my spot in the draw. And she very kindly called a few people and lined me up with Millie and um, made that happen. So I'm super grateful to Millie and to Callie for, for rescuing me basically and making this dream come true of being at the US Open. All right. Well, it's just an incredible experience for you. I know and the whole group from Australia. And actually, before we end, I should ask you, I talked to Ian Hutchinson. I don't know if you know him, but he's from Australia. Obviously, it's a big country, but um, <laughs> maybe six six to, to, to eight months ago. And you know, he was talking about how the sport is, is growing. Kind of give me an update on what it's like in your area in Australia. Yeah, it's definitely growing. It's we're probably... I'd imagine maybe in a couple of thousand players at the moment, but that has grown so much over the last 18 months. Like that's really exploded. And you can see that we're getting more and more tournaments. We've got where we are on in Queensland, there's a whole um, series of tournaments coming up. I think there's six to about six tournaments all up the east coast of Queensland. And we've got the national titles, which will be held at the biggest tennis center in uh, Brisbane. 
that's coming up. And definitely our pocket is the hub of pickleball. It's that Queensland East Coast. That's where we've got a real high saturation of really good 5-0 players. But it is, it's exploding everywhere though. Like there, I just saw today that there's a Tasmanian Open coming up. There's um, definitely tournaments in New South Wales, Victoria. It, it's definitely growing. It's really exciting. We really hope to, that it continues to grow because it's just such a great sport for all people, young and old. And it's been a beautiful sport for us as a, to bond as a family. We've got my parents playing, my young children playing, my husband, my sister, and just the wonderful people that we've met along the way. We really are doing what we can in Australia to encourage others to enjoy it because it's just so great. That is great to hear. And I just wanted to thank you so much for on your day off <laughs> and coming on the Pickleball Fire podcast. And uh, yeah, just thank you so much. I really appreciated having you on and you, you have such a great story. So I will be looking forward to seeing how your other matches go over the next couple of days. Oh, great. Thank you so much for having me along. And just a huge shout out to our Australia team, Australia here at the US Open and the ones that were at uh, Phuket as well, because we've just got a great group of people that we're so proud to call our friends and our supporters. So big shout out to them and everyone at home, right. of course. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Pickleball Fire podcast. If you enjoyed the show, be sure to give it a five-star review on Apple iTunes.